0: Good morning, and welcome to Wake Up Your Relationship. I'm your host, Don, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Massachusetts. And today, our topic is gonna be about boring. So what do I mean by that? So in essence, relationships, and especially the healthy ones, should be boring. In the real world, your relationship should actually be on the more consistent, and if you really feel inclined to call it boring side. And if it is not kind of boring, you might need to be looking at what's going on. A lot of people choose partners that do give them similarity, maybe not necessarily even in like perspective or what you want out of life or those kinds of things, but they give me a similar feeling to what I'm used to before. So let's take kind of an extreme. If you're used to abusive language, or, really, any sort of abuse at all, you might gravitate towards someone who is similarly abusive just because it's familiar. And you're used to that level of chaos. That roller coaster of emotions is so similar, it's so familiar, it's so comfortable. Maybe not happy, but it's comfortable in the familiarity. And a lot of people pick these kinds of things. This isn't because you're picking. The best person for you especially not the best person for you to heal your wounds and move forward and get into that consistent calm relatively boring routine of life but you're picking someone that really doesn't make you face the demons inside doesn't make you face the faults the failings and any sort of issues that you've got you just kind of continue the cycle again and again and again. So this is of course a little bit more of a dramatic view of this, but it really can be even something a little bit more simplistic. So let's say you've had a parent who was a little bit more neglectful and you're used to fighting for your feelings, fighting to be seen, fighting to have attention, whatever it is, whether that's doing performative acts such as I'm deserving of this, so I'll do 20 good things in hopes that you'll give me one good thing back throwing temper tantrums, being kind of a little bit of a hot cold situation of where you're like really upset and then you're really distant to see whatever you can do to get their reaction. So you go into a relationship now with another neglectful person. You already know this rhythm. You literally grew up with it. You have the mechanisms to in essence survive it. But this is not. This is not a healthy, happy partnership. This is not something we should be striving for. Partnership is one of the most amazing moments to redo childhood, to be honest. This is one of the most amazing moments to really grow and teach yourself and evolve into, if anything, like in the best case scenario, your more well-rounded, well-nurtured, well-fed and loved version, like, healing of your inner child in its best form through your relationship with your partner. You can't heal relational trauma whether that's with a romantic partner or friends or family or just general connections. You can't really fix relational trauma in any of these situations without actually getting into a relationship. So let's say you've had bad friendships. You're going to have to learn what it is to have a good friendship by having friendships. <laughs> it's the same thing with romantic relationships. You have to actually be in one to figure it out. So yeah, of course you can have awareness. You can do a lot of self work, these kinds of things. But until you are actually in a relationship and you actually have to put it to the test, you won't really know. You won't really know how far you can go and how much you've improved ultimately. And there will always be little things that you and your partner will be kind of tweaking about this this specific style of work and it'll be amazing and that's where the boring comes in and that's what you should be striving for you shouldn't be striving to be boring as in you never do anything fun but you really shouldn't want an emotional roller coaster relationship if life throws you things which it will that should be really sufficient in the roller coaster, something good happens, you're having your anniversary. That should be a high point of the roller coaster. Uh Uh-oh, the car broke down, we're out thousands of dollars because we gotta fix it. That's okay to be a little bit of a down point in the roller coaster. So you or your partner do not need to be the facilitator of the ups and downs of this roller coaster. Life will do it for you just fine. So when you look for a partner, you need to understand what is my emotional roller coaster. What am I really used to? What am I addicted to? When it comes to my emotional kind of experience with others, what would be a better thing for us? How do I make an awareness of that? How do I change my preferences into something that's a little bit healthier? Like, do we even want to get healthy? Do we like the chaos? Does that bring us something? Because to be honest, I've actually met plenty of people who, that the chaos brings us something and that might seem messed up, but it actually is 100% true. If you're not really ready to heal, the chaos keeps you safe and you want to keep it around because if you're not kind of in essence tortured, then you're falling into a false sense of security. And then you can be hurt because you think it's safe when it actually is not. And so this you know, perpetual cycle of emotional insanity, roller coaster, helps you stay safer. Like, I hope everyone listening to that just understood how really unfortunate of a mindset that is. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people don't do this consciously. This is very much a subconscious experience of your body, your mind, it's just trying to keep you safe. That's all. It, it's not trying to hurt you, but it's kind of being lazy about it. It's not really doing the thing that might take a little bit more effort, but ultimately has the better result in the end. So, anyway, let's sum this up. Relationships should be boring because you don't want to be on an emotional roller coaster dictated by you and your partner, and your upsets, and your freakouts, and your depression moments, and your everything in between. Let life be the roller coaster because it will be. Don't be the roller coaster. Don't have a partner that's a roller coaster. Understand where you got the roller coaster of emotions from ideally, you know, your childhood and parents and connections and early on connections. But really and truly, I don't need a crazy, passionate, like angry roller coaster to feel connected to my partner. We can facilitate connection and passion and upsets and all these things just in the most gentle way possible. These are so incredibly normal, okay? Don't find someone that's neglectful like mom and dad was. Don't find someone aggressive like an ex or mom and dad. Whatever it is, find new ways that might seem a little bit boring, but they're ultimately gonna be better. They're ultimately gonna be a healthier choice. So in essence, boring relationships are good relationships, so let's all go find something a little less spicy and a little bit more healthy, all right? I hope you learned something from today's episode, and if uh, not necessarily learned maybe a ton about how to work on it, maybe at least you're going to think about the concept of, do you even live in a boring relationship, or do you have one that's really chaotic, and you're rolling around in the roller coaster of emotions all the time, I hope you learned something today and I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode. Have a great weekend. Take care.